it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it, and we're gonna say, mm <laughs> All right, because Black China just tweeted that. Let me read it to y'all. Ah, it's been a good day so far. Anyway, she says, Black China says, yesterday I had to give up three of my cars. Dot, dot, dot. My reasons. Dot, dot, dot. Morals. Beliefs. Being a single mother. Cry me. Hold on. Can we cue in the Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake? Cry me a river. Ho. Cry me a river. Ho. Cry me a river. Ho. Okay. Comma. No support. I'm a mama. And she tweets again. Single. No support. Child support. Ma'am, first of all, first of all, child support has nothing to do with your three cars. Second of all, thanks for letting us know you had three cars. Fourth of all, a judge should look at this and say, well, ma'am, if you have three cars, I don't know what the fuck you need child support for. See, y'all forget that child support was created at a time when women didn't make much money, let alone any at all. A woman could get the same job as a man, same position, and still make significantly less. She needed a man's financial support. She could not make that money on her own. Now they can, and I'm pretty sure Black China can. Black China's getting booked at least $2,500 just to show up at a club. If you can't pay your kids off of the career that you have and take care of your kids, ma'am, that sounds like a personal problem. But let's get really into why I brought the y'all here today. Okay? I'm not even going to get into the morals and beliefs. Now, we could go down that 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 lane, but you know what? I'm going to keep it real, y'all. I like Black China. I really do. I like all the hoes. <laughs> that don't mean I ain't going to tell them about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. Black China, you had Tiger. Tiger was a good guy. I don't know what happened between y'all. I'm not going to speak on that too much. What I do know is that since y'all's breakup, Tiger has pretty much minded his business. And every little chance you get, you've thrown a lot of very heavy shade on him, including telling us that he liked trannies and stuff like that for no fucking reason. Y'all remember she did a couple months ago? I made an episode about it and she just went online and just started talking about how Tiger likes trannies. I mean, he did nothing to her. and She just went out there and did that to her son's father, her firstborn son's father. So that's an X. Boom. You X that out. Cross that out. This is why I don't feel bad for all single moms. Let me show you why. Right. This is why I don't listen to their stories and I don't give a fuck. Right. Then you went out there and got with Rob. And I told everybody when it first happened and all these black women used to hate me for saying this in the comment section. They said, get on my ass for saying this. I said, she don't like that nigga. She's just using him. You don't know that. I'm like, she's using that. And that man is not her type. I don't know what she's using him for exactly. But I'm guessing somewhere involving getting involved with the Kardashian empire. And always having a leg in that Kardashian empire. See, these dumb hoes these days, they think that they don't need men. And these hoes think they don't need pimps and managers and, and guide, guidance. This is what happens to hoes who think they can do it by themselves. This is what happens to them. Because see, if she had a real pimp or a guidance since she wants to be a hoe or manager or whatever like that, he would have told her, girl, you trying to use that man to get a baby? out of him and as soon as you get the baby you gonna dump him 
is stupid. Get get the ring. That's where the real bag is at. That's where the real money's at. So she blew her bag on that to settle for chump change, to settle for a monthly payment. That's what see, that's what hoes do. They settle for little monthly payments. They call it child support. AKA I need a new Birkin bag support. AKA I have three cars I want you to pay for. As I am an adult, and remember, guys, women are more mature than men. So you should be able to take care of your three cars. You had the bag. You had two of them. You blew those bags. You used Rob for revenge on Kylie Jenner because she got with your ex after you wasn't you was done with him and you moved on. You went and got pregnant by him. Now you're a two-time baby mama with two baby daddies. Talk and you want us to feel bad or what? I don't know what you want us to feel because you're a single mother and you can't afford three cars. I don't feel bad for you because had you did what you were supposed to do instead of being out here trying to play men and use men and, and be an abuser. That's what you are. You're an abuser. Instead of being a monster and a sociopath and a narcissist, you could have been a wife. And you would have four cars. And them kids would be well taken care of. Because Rob, the type of guy that would take care of both of them kids. And I don't think Tiger's, I don't know, but I don't think Tiger's the type of guy to let his son go without. So you got good, two pretty solid baby dads. I'll give you that for, for a black hoe from, I think she's from Baltimore or some shit. You, you, don't, you, you, you struck with two pretty good baby dads. Cause it ain't deep. Ty, you're not going to tell me that Tiger and Rob Kardashian are fuck niggas. I wouldn't believe that. I don't think anybody here believes that. Does anybody here believe that? I, don't, I can't hear you, but do you like ask yourself, do you really believe that Tiger would let his son go without? What about Rob? You think Rob Kardashian would do that? I don't, I don't know. Rob Kardashian don't strike me as that type of guy at all. And this is why I don't listen to women's stories, because when you really look at when you really look into it, you start to see that they're lying and that they're not telling you the whole story. I had a woman the other day. I'm sitting here talking to her in person and she's telling me about how, how her ex-boyfriend was abusive to her. And I, I wanted to get down to it. So I asked her several questions. And one of the questions that got it when I asked her, I said, so in y'all's relationship, the first time because she did admit that she had got violent with him. But she didn't want to tell me this part when I'm about to tell y'all. I said, so the first time that that man ever or y'all ever had any violent encounter with each other, it was him doing something to you. She told me that he head butted her. Right. That's what she That was her whole story. Every time she said he was abusive, she kept bringing up. He head butted me. He head butted me. So I'm like, OK, abuse or he hit you one time. But she did say that there was several times he put his hands on her, like choked her up. He dragged down some stairs, whatever. This and the third. But I wanted to know when did this start and why? What happened the day he first hit you? That's what I was trying to get to. I wasn't trying to victim blame her. I just wanted to know the whole story. Because you keep talking about a head, but you're not telling me, okay, so why did he head but you? Did he just walk up to you and head but you for no reason? Were y'all arguing? What were y'all arguing about? Who was there? Like, what what led up to this? Did he ever threaten you before? Have you ever seen a sign of him? She didn't know shit. I eventually get her to admit to me that they were arguing. And, sh- and he said something to her that she didn't like, she which she never told me what that was. And then she had butted him. And after she had butted him, he had butted her back. See, they don't want to tell you the whole story. I had an ex, right? And I had moved on with my life and I had got into a little jam. And I was at her house and she was getting on to me about my 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 new girlfriend and said oh you thought she was better just i said i didn't think she was better i didn't leave you for her i didn't even 
me and you broke up years ago. Like, I don't even know what you keep bringing her up for anyway. Like, there's been several girls in between you and her. So I don't know. <laughs> well, you keep talking about something you thought I thought I was she was better. I don't know. And she was just stomping around. Mind you, I'm slitting on the floor. She's stomping around. She's yelling and screaming about, oh, yeah, you thought she was better and she ain't shitting now. Look at you. You in, you in this situation and that situation. Is she helping you? No, I am. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, and all I said, and I, on everything I love, very calmly, all I said is, you want to know the difference between you and her and why I would rather be with her than rather be with you? She would never come to me like this at 7 o'clock in the morning when I just woke up. And that girl took off and punched me in my shit, jumped on me. Mind you, I'm on the floor, jumped on me and all kinds of shit. Long story short, the most I did was push this bitch off me and punch her. And I punched her in her shit. That's it. That's the most that I did, right? She go and tell everybody. Eventually, she eventually admitted the truth that I punched her. She didn't tell them the part where you literally attacked me. I'm literally laying on the floor. You know what I'm saying? I'm laying on the floor. I had just woke up. I think I was smoking some weed or something like that or playing a video game. And you, I said one little thing to you. You didn't like. You literally jump on me, punch me square in my face, begin to very aggressively and violently attack me. I managed to get with, I managed to get from up under her. She's still swinging. I try to push her down. Her mom was there. Her mom is telling her, let, let him go. Because I was trying to get away from her, but she was holding me. But I'm holding her head. I'll never forget this shit. Because I called the police on her today because my whole arm was cut open. Okay? Because when I stood up, I forgot to tell you this part. I stood up. She pushed me. Because she's a, she's a strong girl. She's a bigger girl. She pushes me. And my back goes into the window. And it cuts the window. It breaks the window. Shatters the window. And it scratches my arm up. And, I, and she wouldn't let me get the few things I had there. So I had to call the police. You know what I'm saying? Um, they took both of us away and well, they arrested me first. They took both of us away and we, we got out the same day as Fulton County. So it was, and it was done. There was no case. They threw it out because she, she, she went and told them the truth. She had to tell them the truth. And she also eventually had to tell my friends that she lied to the truth. I didn't just fucking punch you now. You would not let me go. Even with your mother yelling at you, let him go, let him go, let him go. He's just trying to leave. What are you doing? She kept her, her, her whole mom telling her, what are you doing? Why are you always doing this? Those, those are her mom's words. Why are you always attacking? Why are you always attacking? I'm like, tell her to get off me. Tell her to get off me. I'm trying to go. Let, let me go. Let me go. So I hit her in the back of the head. I didn't even hit her hard. She trusts me. She ate it. Okay. So women be lying, bro. I don't listen to them. I don't listen to him, and I and I and I had to share with y'all a true story of mine, just so y'all know. I know this from my own personal life, and I know this from watching other people shit too, and getting to the bottom of the story. A lot of these women would tell you they single moms and they single moms. They don't tell you about the fact that their baby daddy was trying to be with them. Rob was trying to marry Black China. Black China wanted to play games. They don't want to tell you that part of the story. They want to tell you, oh, he abused me. They don't tell you, uh, even if he did become abused. They don't tell you about the part where they literally pushed that man to the edge for years, for months, before he ever touched her. And it's funny. Let's bring up Will Smith really quick. Before y'all say, what you mean push her to the edge? The same way a lot of you women are defending Will Smith by saying that he was pushed to the edge. So when we're pushed to the edge, we're allowed to be violent, just not towards y'all. Not towards the person who actually pushed us to the edge, just to the nigga who was standing there once we got to the edge. That's, that's okay, right? No, fuck that. Okay, 
That's why I don't listen to their stories. I don't listen to no woman's stories, especially no modern woman. And I hate to say it, especially no modern black woman. I don't listen to no modern black woman and no modern white woman. Mexican girl come tell me a story, I might hear it out. Middle Eastern girl come tell me a story, I'm going to listen. But if a black woman or a white woman from this generation tell me a story, I don't want to hear it. I don't believe them until they, they, they can show me. They can show me. Because one thing women are good at doing is doing A, B, C, D. You do E, she does F, G, H, I, and she'll come tell you, she'll come to me or another female of the world and only tell you about E. Bitch, why you didn't tell me about A, B, C, D first? And why you didn't tell me that after E, you went on to F, G, H, and I? You ain't even tell me that. All you telling me about, oh, he did E. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that no more. In society, as men, we don't care what they call us, nothing. No, no longer will we allow you women to do that to us. You're not going to get no more sympathy points from no other men, no real women. We're done with you. We are done with you and your pity party. It was fun. While well, the last you've been, you've been having a pity party for so long. It's now eight in the morning. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell up out of here. Okay. We don't care. Okay. I don't care that you lost three cars. I really don't. Okay, I'm struggling with my one car. Okay, I have friends that don't have a car. I know females that are struggling to raise their kids who don't have a car. Okay, like you telling me about you lost three cars because of child support. You could have left that one out of there. You could have threw the morals and beliefs and left the child support single mama shit out because you're a single mom by choice. And most of y'all these days are single moms by choice. So I don't want to hear anything about your struggle because you had your chance. And for some of y'all, y'all still have a chance. But you're rebellious and you refuse and you live your life to impress other bitter, single, insecure ass bitches. So you would rather show the world, look, I'm a single mom, rather than go out there and say, you know what? It would be nice to have a partner. It would be nice to have some help. My kids need a man in their life. They need a role model. They need a father father figure because y'all love to bring statistics until we have this conversation. Statistics prove that single mothers don't know what the fuck they're doing. Half y'all raising boys. Single mothers don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't care when you show me your homegirl example. Your homegirl got a kid. We don't know what that little nigga gonna grow to be. He still got about 15 years before he turn up on her ass. Don't tell me what your homegirl did and what your sister doing. Oh, well, they're single moms and they're just fine. No, let's look at people who have already done the whole thing. Their kids are now 23 or older. And you now look at those statistics. And you come back and tell me that single motherhood is something that just is, is what you want. Because you keep refusing everything else. You know what I'm saying? You keep refusing anything else and everything else from any man that's actually worthy and eligible to be a good father or especially a a father to other people's kids. Did you think about that? That's why you're probably a single mom and no one takes you serious. All the thought shit that you've done in your career, all the crazy things you said. What about that big ass Baphomet tattoo that you have on your ass? Like you're a devil worshiper. Even your own mama called you out about that. What about that? What about the fact that when we marry you, Black China specifically, we got to think about the fact that we're marrying you and we got to deal with your ghetto ass mom too, who's a loose cannon. What about that? What about the fact that we know we can't be private with you and have a secret life with you and have share any secrets or anything intimate with you because you've shown us that you, you out of nowhere, tell all the secrets like you did with your uh, with Tiger. Who publicly has never done anything wrong to you. You cannot show me anything Tiger has publicly done to humiliate Black China. But she has done that to him. Why should I feel bad for her? 
Why should I feel like any man should want to marry that? Okay, let's keep going. Why should a man want to marry you? What good man want to marry you when we watched you with a good man? We seen what you did with the last good man that you had. You built him up and then destroyed him for your own personal gain. So I don't feel bad for your single motherhood. You can leave that one out of the the equation. We're not even going to discuss your morals and beliefs that are disgusting. Like you did to that white girl though. Remember what you did to that white girl when you tried to hold her hostage? When y'all was doing cocaine in that room? Yeah, I seen the video. Uh-huh. What you got going on, shouted? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's sad about it, though. Nobody want to see it for what it is. Nobody want to call it for what it is. And it's crazy. When I read that tweet, I saw it on, I think, Baller Alert. All the comments are a bunch of black women saying, girl, we don't care, blah, 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 blah. Really? Oh, now. It's funny. Man, it's funny how they have so much energy. Their energy is so biased. Isn't that funny how black women's energy is so biased? I mean, you would think they would defend this. I mean, they def- they'll they defend somebody else, but I guess they don't like Black China too much for whatever reason, so they don't care. So now they want to now they want to make sense. And that's how you know when Black women don't make sense, we don't need to feel bad for them because they've shown us time after time that Black women have all the logic in the world. They're just as smart as we th- don't think they are. It just they choose when to be to say dumb shit and when not to say dumb shit. So we're trying to explain to a Black woman that her keep bringing up um, stupid stuff whenever you talk about black women like oh your mom is black they don't they don't have any they don't make any sense until it's flipped then they understand it now it's like well, you sound crazy when you tell them oh you're talking about black man your daddy black so they, they have logic they use it where they want to use it they lose it when they want to confuse it you see the difference you understand can you keep up so no, I, I don't feel bad for you, Black China. I don't give a fuck about your three cars. I don't give a fuck about your goddamn none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, <laughs> somebody just commented on my page. You look like you stink. This must be uh some 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 black girl, fake page. Yeah, probably more than likely. Uh, yeah, I look like I stink. Your weave look like it stinks. Fuck are you talking about? Do y'all even change those things once a week? Like, fuck is you talking about? Why did she say that? Let me see. Oh, is this on my page? Ah, I don't know. Oh, well. Somebody commented back on my Black China comments that she played it wrong for real. Silly girl. Hopefully the new groupies will learn. Yeah, the new groupies need pimps. Let's talk about the hoes real quick. How y'all are just going out sad left and right. Hoes going out sad. The gold diggers and hoes, scandalous women, uh, escort, sugar baby. They going out sad now. Y'all notice that? You know why? They don't have pimps no more. They don't want to listen to men no more. They want to take advice from women on how to get men. <laughs> Dumbass bitches. And these women that they're taking advice from can't keep no man. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, why you listen to her? But if you seen me try, trying to learn how to get rich from a broke nigga, what would you tell me? Seriously. Even if he had good advice. Even if he had better advice than we could get from any financial advisors that we know. Let's say he had better financial advice than Mr. J. Morrison himself, right? Let's say there was a bum-ass nigga who could give me some real advice. I mean, because think about it. Losers sometimes have better advice than the winners. Because they've really seen the full spectrum. 
right? So he might be saying some real shit. But most people will look at me and say, bro, why would you do this to a broke-ass nigga? Now, here's what's, here's what's crazy. I talked to y'all about this before. We always judge things when people lose. So if I talk to this bum nigga on the side of the street, most people would say, why are you listening to a broke nigga trying to get you rich? They say that right there. But if I take his advice and actually get rich, then you won't say nothing, right? Then all of a sudden, he's a genius. But if I take his advice and I fail, you're going to come to me and say, well, who told you to do that? I'll say, well, that Mr. Henry, you know, Mr. Henry, who be on the corner every night. Homeless nigga? Yeah, yeah, that, that Henry. Homeless Henry? Why would you listen to him? So why? It's, it's the same thing. Y'all have lost. You played the game. You played the game the way other hoes like Amber Rose and 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 uh, Black China and these other bitches and Kim Kardashian and all of them. You played. You tried to play the game. First of all, you're not even on their level. Let's be clear. You could never do what Kim Kardashian, Black China, or Amber Rose have done. Okay. But in your own worlds, you try to play the games they've played, but you lost. So now I can make fun of you for it. Now, had you won, I have to shut up. But you lost because guess what? You're so stupid. You didn't even realize they lost. Kim Kardashian has been married four times and she's now a single mother of four children dating a white boy who can't get his career off the ground to save his life. She left. Yes, he's a little loony and laney and many. But at the end of the day, he's, he's fucking a billionaire. He's a Christian. He has, he has morals like he's going to be a father. He's going to be a provider. He's going to be a protector. When when he found out you got kidnapped, he literally stopped his show and got on the first plane to Paris. Remember that? Remember that? Okay. Like, this is what I'm trying to explain to you. Right? You so she she played the game and lost. I don't care how rich she is. She's a single mother of four fucking kids. Millionaire or not, you have baggage, bitch. Okay? Black China, we already talked about how she played the game and lost. Look at Amber Rose. Every man she get is less than the next than the last one. She started with Kanye. And no offense to anybody I'm about to name, I'm just telling the truth now. And I don't mean less as, in, as a man, I'm just talking about what they have, that's what she's after, right? She wouldn't date no broke nigga, or would she? <laughs> anyway, she started with Kanye, then she went to Wiz, then she went to 21 Savage, and now she with a nigga none of us have ever heard of a day in our life, and he looked gay. And he don't look like he really getting money like that. He looked like a gay scammer. He looked, excuse me, he looked like a, he looked like a bisexual down low scammer. One of them niggas who be staying down there in Midtown and shit talking about some bro who you bank with, bro? You ain't young. Yeah, here's what he looked like. You know what I'm saying? Old hair. He got her getting tattoos on her forehead now. She don't host slut walks no more. We don't barely even see the bitch no more. She ain't got no gigs coming up. Nothing. She played the game. She lost. Black trying to play the game, she lost. So the hoes, even the top hoes that y'all are trying to be like, really, let's keep it real and follow and, and let them be role models to you and inspirations and, and aspirations and stuff like that. They played the game and they lost, man. You want to come listen to men now? At least give this a shot because you gave that a shot and it didn't work. Now, all y'all hoes out here, kids, STDs, don't nobody want you, you played out. Crying, making YouTube videos, talking about you regret doing uh, Jada more, talking about she regret doing OnlyFans, and she wasn't even on there sucking dick and shit. Y'all on Twitter sucking dick. You on Twitter sucking dick. Y'all hoes have no guidance. You think you done, you think you doing something? You really think you done doing something? You done traded in one pimp for another anyway. OnlyFans, your new pimp. Like you think you done did something? And what what is the results though? Where's the results? 
And for all y'all who want to argue, well, when they had pimps, some girls on the streets and they was hooked on drugs. No, 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 man. Those were the girls with the wrong pimps. Yeah, cause all uh all uh what's his name? The biggest pimp. What's his name? Magic Don Juan. All his hoes is paid and laid, baby girl. What's that other pimp? I was just uh Matt Fowler was just doing some studies on him the other day. I forgot what his name is. All his hoes is paid and laid. They don't even hoe no more, and they still paid up to this day. Ain't none of them talking about I just lost three cars. Ain't none of them running into their fifth marriage. Ain't none of them uh, running around with down low scammer niggas getting tattoos on their forehead. See, y'all looking at the failed one. Y'all look at the successful ones. Those ones had the right pimps. Y'all don't even have the right role model. You ain't got nobody around you that's giving you anything good. Telling you to go fly out to, to a different country you've never been to. To go meet up with a man. That's the dumbest shit I can ever hear a, a female tell me. You flew to where? By yourself? You stupid dumb bitch. And then you want me to feel bad when y'all get on the internet talking about some let's raise awareness about human trafficking and sex trafficking and bring back our missing girls. When y'all going out there putting yourselves in position to be human trafficking and sex trafficking and being missing girls. I should feel bad for your story. I should feel bad for your narrative. Why? Why would I do that? I don't feel bad for street niggas when they get shot. Do we? Does any of us? I don't. That's why I got out of the streets because I stopped feeling bad for my own self. I said every time something bad happened to me when I was when I used to sell uh, sell sell stuff and do what I was doing in the streets or whatever like that. Every time I got fucked up, arrested or something like that. I said shit. You know you can't be mad, nigga. You signed up for this. So I said you know what? I'm not built for that. I wasn't put on earth to be in and out of jail and, and, and dodging bullets or fist fights or anything. I have a bigger purpose than that, so I don't want to do it no more. And now I'm, I'm legit. I'm, I don't commit no crimes. I don't bother nobody. You know? So it's like, you know, shit happens, B. You know? Like, we don't feel bad for them. We don't feel bad for niggas when they go out bad after putting themselves in positions to go out bad. When a man go out there and date a fucking clear-cut hoe, the whole world, including other women, tell him you look stupid. When she do some whole shit, we all say, see? So why should I feel bad for you? Why should I feel bad for you? Now you got the girls doing in-calls and out-calls by themselves, and some of them are doing it in their homes. You the dang alive. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You're a stupid person. If you're if you're a female, you know you're weaker than men, right? And you're selling pussy out of your house. You're letting men you meet off of the internet come to where you live to stick their foreign. And when I say foreign, I don't mean like foreign, like Arabian or Asian. I mean foreign, as in you don't know where that dick has been inside of you, condom or not. And condoms don't protect you from energy. On some real shit, why would I feel bad for you? If my homeboy want to sell hard drugs out of his own house, and he called me and said he just got robbed out of his own house, I mean, I'm like, damn, okay, what are we going to do about that? But I don't feel bad for him, though. See the difference? As his friend, we going to ride. But he does not have my sympathy. He doesn't. 
And I would hope that he would know that and not even seek it. And most men wouldn't even ask if they if if I felt bad for them or any man. They would just know you made a mistake. My homeboy had a situation like that where he went and, and it's crazy. I talked to him about two days before. I said, "Bro, you're in a bad headspace. You're in a lot of terrible energy. You're." coked out of your mind every day I said do not serve anybody for the next week I said I have a car I will come and make any play you want me to make you know I'm good for it you need to stay in the house and only hang out with me and your other positive friends he did not listen to me and a young man was murdered outside of his apartment complex I can speak on this because everything's been resolved I'm not going to go into too much detail. You won't ever be able to figure out who who I'm talking about or what. So for anybody talking about you're snitching, no, I am not. Okay. He went and tried to serve a stranger a pound of weed right outside his house. And that stranger attempted to rob somebody. And then that stranger attempted to lay on the ground for a couple hours until his body was removed from the ground. Okay. I don't feel I didn't have any sympathy for him nor the robber, but none for him. You did this shit outside your home. You're not thinking straight. He even left the door open. That's how the police knew where to go. The door was open. This nigga went outside to serve somebody a pound and left his front door in the apartment and left the door open. I mean, open, not unlocked, open. What were you you doing, man? You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't have sympathy for you. Some of y'all literally sit up there. These these hoes, I look at them and I'm like, y'all are so stupid. You walk around with your face in your phone. You never look around your surroundings. You don't look men in their eyes because you want to be arrogant and cocky or you don't want to, I guess, get hollered at today. You meet up with men off the internet, strangers. You go to their house, no gun, no pimp outside, no homeboys for protection, not even to say a gang of girls. Y'all move alone. Y'all fly state to state, go to hotels, no gun, no nothing. And and, and then have the nerve to say men are monsters and dangerous. If men were such monsters and dangerous as 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 unprotected and stupid as some of y'all hoes especially move, it, yo, being... A hoe would be one of the most dangerous jobs it is. You wouldn't even have black Chinas because they wouldn't make it to get that famous because they get killed on the way. If men were as bad as y'all claim we are and y'all always trying to tell women, watch out for men. And if a man's following you, call the police and other stuff. If we were that bad, nine out of ten of these Instagram models and these hoes and these gold diggers and these sack chasers, the Selena Powells, the Slim Dangers, all of them would be dead. I, I, I noticed I didn't say y'all get beat up. I didn't say I'd be in jail. You'd be dead. All of y'all would have been dead by now. All of y'all would be dead. Or you'd be human trafficking somewhere. We would never hear of you ever again. All of y'all. I'm not saying that because I would do it. I'm not saying because I endorse that or condone that or promote that. I'm just telling you, if men were as bad as y'all claim they are, if you at if it if you add, if you want to make a math problem, one plus one equals two. So we're going to say the first one is men are monsters. The second one is women are stupid. The answer is rape and murder and kidnapping. But we don't see a huge wave of that happening. 
You see girls out here who have been gold digging and being scandalous for years now. Look at uh, Superhead. She's still alive. These bitches are supposed to be dead if men are as bad as y'all say we are. They should be dead when you think about it. When you think about it that deeply, they should be dead or very much so fucked up. Very much so fucked up. So this is why I can't bring myself to have sympathy for a lot of y'all. Because a lot of the shit y'all do, until you learn accountability, you will never understand what I'm saying. You bring these things on yourself. See, the last generation of women, my mom's age and up, a lot of them were single moms too. My mother was a single mother. My mom, just like a lot of other women, especially black women, they they did everything right, or at least most of the things right. It was the men back then who was leaving the women behind. When you seen a single mom back then, you couldn't make fun of her. She got married. She married a man she thought was good. He went out for milk and never came back. He went and finally got a good career and went and run off with the white woman or the Asian woman like my dad did. He went and did stuff like that. My dad ran off on my mom with an Asian one, not a white one, because he moved up in corporate America. And my Caribbean mother and her accent and things like that don't fit that image for a black man back then. If he wanted to get in those worlds and and not have to deal with bullshit. And I've explained to y'all because I grew up in a and under that, I know the ins and outs of it, even though I'm not in corporate America. I know the ins and outs of how important um it is to have the skill, have the degree. But if these people don't feel like comfortable bringing you to family dinners, Christmas dinners, when they go golfing, when they go on their little yachts and their boat trips and they take helicopter rides and all that other stuff that has nothing to do with work, you won't move up in that company. Black, white, skilled women are not. And if they feel like their wives won't get along with your wife or won't like their wife or whatever, or your wife makes them look bad or embarrassing or whatever. They, you, you, you know, you unfortunate, they, they won't, you don't get invited to those dinners. If you don't get invited to those dinners, bro, you don't move up. This is how it works. That's anybody who's ever really been involved with corporate America, whether you've been married to somebody in corporate America, your parents were involved in corporate America. When it comes to these, to these type of things, a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time that that's what, that's why a lot of those men, you'll see them with certain types of women. They have to have a woman that they can bring to these these balls, these ceremonies, these banquets and these dinners. OK. And these vacations, these trips these and these events, these outing events. That's way more important than anything you do in that office. If them fools don't like you and, you know, a good movie, that's a good example. And I know it's not the best example because it's a comedy movie. But have you ever seen a movie Dinner with Schmucks? That's real. Like that's real. Like that actually happens. I'm not saying the dinner with schmucks part, but how they were willing to give him the position, not based just off his work. That was enough to make the boss say, hmm, we should move him up. But what was going to make it official was they going to say, okay, let's see if he can participate in our dinner. Because those type of guys work isn't as serious to them as y'all think it is. The work is like a four or five hour thing. Then it's like, yo, we're bored, rich people. If I'm going to work with you, I want to also be able to leave work with you. And I want to also make sure my kids can play with your kids. So that's where that comes from. Okay. So, and I just wanted to throw that out there because a lot of people don't know that. So that's why that happens that way. 
But a lot of those women were single back then because black men were finally getting into corporate America. So a lot of them were leaving behind a black woman for the while. That's why you used to hear that. And when he get on, he's going to leave your ass for a white girl. That's an old narrative. Now you see most black men who are moving up in the world these days, they're with black women. Most of our favorite celebrities that are black are with black women. You know what I'm saying? Um, even a lot of rich black men we see these days with black women. Because now you don't have to kind of dust a black girl to the side. You can, she, She's just as good to come up. If anything, she's the best thing to bring up there. You actually get further bringing the black girl than you are. The, the white girl is now the one you don't want to bring as a black man. I mean, a white man can walk up in there with a white woman. But when you the black man with a white woman, it works in some environments. And in some environments, it actually kind of backfires on you. Because that's why they wanted you around. They need diversity now. Now they want diversity. You know, saying um, it used to be very exclusive and inclusive. Now it's like broad. It's like, no. And then looking at you like, damn, we all have white wives. Oh, but he has a black wife. Cool. Great. Yeah. Come bring him on. You know, leave the other guy alone who has the white wife, but he's black. No, bring the bring the black family up. Obama wouldn't have worked if Michelle was white. America, white America, the people in the shadow governments that actually make these things happen would not have wanted to put Obama as Obama if Michelle was white. Michelle had to be black. Them kids had to be black too. You know what I'm saying? Michelle had to be black. They had to give us a real black man because if they would have gave us a black, a, a light-skinned dude with a white woman, we would have. it would have been a whole different... I think most of us would have looked past it, but there, it's, it just... You, you know what's up, right? I don't have to explain that. Excuse me. So, you know, going back to it, those women did not choose to be single moms. A lot of us listening grew up with a single mom and they did not choose that. Those women, I don't push that on them. Do I think a lot of them could have did things differently? Of course. I mean, of course. But nonetheless, I don't push that on them. These women have a lot of options and they think they have more than they actually do. But they do have a lot more than our moms did. Our moms, most, most of our moms married the first man who wanted to marry them. They didn't go out and date to them. Well, I need to, I need to explore myself. They didn't know. 19 years old, fuck it. This nigga asked me on a date, fuck it. He get on his knee, fuck it. Need a husband. You know, it was more of a necessity to have a husband back then too. So they was going to marry the first motherfucker that wanted to marry them. You didn't know people that lived 30 minutes away. You only knew who was around. So, so those, there might be just 10 men in that area. That, that single, your age, you know, like for real, that sounds small. And it sounds like, nah, Tommy, it's way more than that. No, you have, you really got to think, man. You go to a average little regular-sized town in America in 1960-something. Yes. When, you, when you're ni- you a 19-year-old woman, just left high school, don't really know what you're about to do with your life. You just got a job at like a laundromat or some shit like that, right? And you meet a... In your area, I guarantee you, yes, it's probably only about maybe 10. You'll be lucky if there's 10 single guys that are also 19 years old. And mind you, race was a serious thing back then. So you you can't be looking at the Italian guys and Spanish guys. I'm talking 10 black guys if you're a black woman. So you guys now are choosing to be single a lot of the times. Some of y'all were left by your baby dad. But these days, what I see is I see a lot of men chasing after their baby moms, trying to be in her life and be in the kid's life. And I see a lot of women running from their baby dads trying to do anything but be with him now in this conversation we are excluding women running from actually abusive men okay we're not gonna we're not gonna play these stupid games we're talking about 
average situations here. Don't get extreme on me. And well, what about the girls who are leaving their baby dad because he was whooping her ass? We're not talking about that. That's an extreme. That's and that is not common. That is not what every girl is out here screaming. Okay, they're screaming niggas ain't shit and shit like that. They're not telling you these stories. Stop with the cap. All right. So with that being said, why should we feel bad for any more of these women when they keep screaming their single mom shit? Why? We don't feel bad for anybody else when they get into a situation, they put themselves in, and they get the results from that situation. What do we say? You play stupid games, you win a what? Stupid prize. Black China played a stupid game, and she won a stupid prize. Because without that money, Black China is just another stereotype. She's just another statistic. She's just another black girl who has two baby dads. And we're not going to go further than that. I was about to name a whole bunch of other shit, but we're going to just stick to the topic. She's just another statistic and stereotype at that point. The money is the only thing saving half of you hoes. I'm going to want y'all to know that right now. If you weren't making money, and, it's, and it, it don't save you to real people. It only saves you to society. That's it. To real people, it don't. you still look stupid. You still look like a loser. Money or not. Look what you had to do for the money. You want to know what's something to brag about? You could pass up things people sell their soul for. Oh my gosh, come on now. Let me, let me, hold up. Let me get my soapbox. That's something to tell me about. You want to show me something as a, as a woman? Show me where you passed up something that other women are out here literally selling their souls for. Yeah. And for y'all saying, I don't sell my soul. I don't worship the devil. Ma'am, you put a price tag on that sex. You done sold your soul, baby girl. Yeah, that's called it. Yo, yo, you know that hole? You know that little hole down there that men stick their dicks in every, ta- every day? Yeah, that's your soul hole. That's where you produce a human being. Think about it. That's your soul hole. You sold your soul to a stranger for money. And then you videotaped it for some of y'all. Some of y'all taping it. Taping yourself prostitute. I can't wait till they, they do a, a prostitution crackdown. All y'all hoes going to jail for, for, for at least two days. <laughs> 72 hour hole. You better hope they don't get your ass on Friday. You're going to sit in there till Monday. Okay? I don't wish that on nobody, but I'm just telling you. Y'all do realize that half of y'all are committing crimes on, t- on, on, on on Twitter, right? I mean, I couldn't imagine me telling Twitter, I sell weed, but a prostitute can tell you she's a prostitute. And women don't have privilege. Come on now. <laughs> They're the only people that actually have a, a, a legit crime they commit in public and nobody does anything about. And there's no such thing as women privilege. I had a white girl tell me there's no such thing as women privilege. I was like, ma'am, the fact that you could tell me there's no such thing as women privilege is a privilege that you have. That's what you don't, you don't even realize that. The fact that you just told me that women don't have a privilege and you're a woman, that's a privilege within this set. And that, that, that is going to go over most of y'all's heads. That's a, trust me, that's, it's deeper than the sound and I'm not going to explain it. That's for those who understand it to understand and those who don't, hey, don't worry. You aren't burdened by genius. That's all you need to know. Okay, and ignorance is bliss. Don't so don't don't beat yourself about it. It's okay. (laughs) 
Knowledge is evil. All right. So check this out. And that's deep, too. That's going over most of y'all heads right there. All of that. Let me just go ahead and get back to the shallow shit. Right. Black China fucked up her bag as so many women do. So many women fuck up their bags. And I said their bags, it's not even just money. It's just you fucking up the bag, bitch. That man, Rob Kardashian, was a bag. That's a good dude. I mean, think about it. For Rob to be staying out of the drama, for, for Rob Kardashian to be the equal brother of, let me count, Kim, Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, Kendall, five of the most famous women in the world, the son of one of the most famous mothers in the world, and then all the other super celebrities that are attached to this family. Kanye West is a major celebrity. Travis Scott is a major celebrity. Tristan Thompson is a major celebrity. These people, uh, Tyga is a major celebrity. Rob Kardashian, to stay, for him to manage to stay out of the public with all the, the spotlight around him, it, the brother's got to be a good dude, man. I'm not saying that if you're famous, you're a bad person. But you've got to be a good person to say, hey, I don't care about all that. I just want to live my life. You got to be, bro. Like, and you did this to him. You fucked that bag up. And now you single, telling us you're single. Telling us you get no child support. And I don't give a fuck. And this doesn't just go to Black China. Because I do like Black China. And I wish her the best. This goes to a lot of you women. It's time for you to go ahead and be what you said you were. And man up. And be independent. Because at the end of the day. You don't get to sit up there no longer. And keep throwing these pity parties. The line's too long to get in. The venue's too small. It's hot in there. And y'all don't even got Casamigos. We're not coming to the pity party anymore. It's whack. Can't even smoke weed inside that motherfucker, man. Police all outside. Niggas shooting the club up every day. No. We're not coming to your pity party anymore. Okay? When you fuck these bags up, you're going to deal with it the same way everybody else has to deal with it, A.K.A. men. You're going to just shut up and bite the bullet and either try to fix it the right way or just deal with the consequences just like men have to do just like men have to do Dr. Dre don't get to complain about the fact that he has to pay that woman X amount of money every fucking month we don't as a society we don't allow men to do that so I don't want to hear you complain anymore you're going to keep that shit to yourself we don't want to hear y'all's complaints. I don't care if you black China or you the girl down the street. We don't want to hear your complaints. I don't want to hear nothing about no single motherhood is hard or nothing. I don't care. You had your chance and you still have a chance. Tell me single mother is hard. I need a husband. That I want to hear. Single mother is hard. I should have married that good man when I had a chance. He may have been a little fat. He may have had a little dick. He may not have had that much money, but he was a good man and he could have became better. That's I'll listen to that. I don't want to hear life is so hard for me. I'm a single mom. I don't give a fuck. You're an adult. It's about time we start treating these grown ass women like they're grown ass women. It's about time we start treating the most educated like they're the most educated, like they should know better. It's time that we start treating, oh, we're the more mature ones. We're more mature. We're women. We develop faster. We need to start treating them like that, Dan. 
Why are we taking care of people who are more educated than us? <laughs> Come on, let me, let me shock it. You want me to keep going? Why are we taking people who are more mature than us, more educated than us, more everything than us, as they say? Why are we still holding their hand then? If they're all these better things than men, they, why do we still baby them and hold their hands like they're some fucking kids? You want to be treated like that? Go back to being traditional then. Let's get back to how women were. Then I won't mind you crying. But until then, I don't care. Swallow your tears. Swallow your tears. You tell me every day, every fucking day, especially black women, love to tell you every day how they're doing completely better than men, how they're completely better than men, how they're stronger than men, how they're as strong as a man. So why can't I hit them? If they, if, 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 if they tell they tell me every single day they're more educated they're more wise they're more mature this all they do is tell us how they're better than us then why the fuck are we still babying these bitches nobody has an answer everybody just sitting there yeah, well shit I mean uh, well I mean I mean you got a point no fuck all that you got a point I'm tired of people telling me I got a point bro I am so sick of people telling me, bro, you got a point. Fuck all that. You got a point shit. What are we going to do about it? I know I have a point, niggas. why I made a fucking podcast. I don't need none of you motherfuckers to keep DMing me, telling me, hey, bro, I heard your episode, man. You man say some real shit. No, 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 no. You know, and I appreciate it. My bad. I take, I take that back. I take that back. I, I'm wrong. I do appreciate that. I do. Because it's nice to know that people are listening. But let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I know I have a point. And I'm not saying that arrogantly. I am not. I know I have a point. I am nothing without God. I am nothing without God. I know I have a point, my friend. Y'all don't hear me, though. That went over your head. I am nothing without God. I know I have a point. Figure that out. I am nothing without God. I know I have. I am nothing without God, comma. I know I have a point. So I don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear your shit no more. We don't care. All of us are tapping out. Everybody, even other women. We're done with it. We're done with your fake rape allegations. We're done with your abuse stories. We're done with your fake ass you know, human traffic stories. We're done with your all, all these stupid ass misogynistic stories. We're done with you calling it men narcissists. We're done. We're, we're done hearing your pity. We're done giving you sympathy. We're done babying the most educated, most smartest. We make more money. We're more mature group. We don't need men. Show me then. Show me your OnlyFans subscribers that's full of females. All these brand endorsements that you get so you can be a brand ambassador and a social influencer. Why? Because men follow you, bitch. If every man was unfollowing you on Instagram right now, none of these companies want to work with you because you wouldn't have no followers, ho. You have no likes, no comments, no nothing. We helping y'all in the shallowest of ways. You don't even want me to get deep. Every time I get in a girl car... I could tell her five things she needs done. I just got in a girl car the other day. She didn't even know she needed an oil change. She don't even know what coolant is. She don't even know what a radiator does. She don't even know the wheel alignment. She don't even know the last time she got a wheel alignment. She don't even put good gas in her car. She don't even know the difference between full synthetic with an oil change. She don't even know she, her tail light is out. 
She didn't even know why her fucking car was beeping, bro. I said, you have to put the goddamn thing in park. But y'all don't need, man, right? But every fucking time I turn around, hey, you think you're going to help me with this? Nope. You're mature. You're more mature than me. Help me with my car. I'm dumb. Hey, do you think you could give me some money for some pen? Nope. Give me some money. Y'all make more money than us. You're more educated, so you should have more money. That's what education should equal is money, period. I don't give a fuck. If them degrees ain't bringing in cheese, oh, please. Fuck what they for? I'll say it again. If them degrees ain't bringing in cheese, oh, please. I don't want to hear about them. I ain't want a broke motherfucker tell me they got 16 degrees. I don't give a damn. The fuck did they do for you? Oh, you got a sheet of paper? Go wipe your ass with it. Because it ain't doing shit else for you or you ain't doing shit else for it. So I don't come on now. They don't hear me, though. Why should I care, bro? Why should I care a nigga with three degrees telling me he broke? Honestly. Why should I care? You tell me, I had this one girl text me one time. Hey, do you think you can send me $40 for uh, my, my child needs some diapers? I was like, bitch, I barely even know you. We've only spoke literally two times. How dare you? How do you even have the, the how do you even feel, bro? <laughs> how we let women get to be such babies of the world that they would feel comfortable asking a stranger for $40 for Pampers? If I needed $40 for Pampers and I could have given my son no Pampers, I'll go steal the Pampers. The fuck? Yeah. Get what men do. We're going to survive. Y'all going to ask. What they say, men build the house, women, all they do is move in. Hello, hallelujah, amen. Come on now. And then want to control that motherfucker when they get up in there and then tell you, happy wife, happy life, happy spouse, happy house. You see how they've been controlling us for so long? We've been living to please them. You wasn't built to please them. We don't, we're not here to audition for you and prove ourselves to you. You ain't the prize. Tell about some... We actually, what do you bring to the table? I am the table. No, you're not. You're not the table, ma'am. You're the waitress. And I, I want some chips and dip while I wait to decide what I'm going to order. God didn't make you to be the table. He made you to be the waitress. You, Eve was Adam's waitress, not the table. Mary was a waitress. Why do you think Jesus talked to his own mom so stiff, bro? Let's let's go there. Let's go there. Uh, let's go there. I got time. What time is it? Oh, shit. Damn, we've been 53 minutes. I didn't even know that. Hmm? Matter of fact, hold on. Huh? Why did, why did, even in the Bible, somebody came and told Jesus one time, hey, you know your mama outside. He said, my mom... I'm with my people right now. Jesus didn't even talk to his mama like that. He talked to his mom stiff as hell. Go read the Bible. Go read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John in that order. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That is the story of Jesus Christ. Told in different from different perspectives of people who was around him. That that is the story. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Don't don't get don't get confused when you start reading the same thing twice. It's like I said, it's the same story, just told four four ways, uh, four different times, uh, from four different perspectives. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and look how he talked to his own mom. And this is Jesus Christ Himself. 
This is God's son. This is our Lord and Savior. And look how he talked to his own mama. He basically treated his mama like, look, man, you did your job. Why you keep following me around? That that when you read no seriously, I'm not even trying to be funny. When you read the Bible and you really read the story, it, that that was Jesus's mentality to his own mother. People love to talk about Mary, 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 Mary. Mary's only job was to have that baby. She was done after that. She was done after that. That's why you don't ever hear about her again in the Bible after Jesus uh, rose to heaven, ascended to heaven. Jesus' whole mentality to his mom after he started. Um, uh, going out and preaching and stuff when he was about 12, 12 years old, his whole mentality to his mom was, "Woman, you have no, you have no, you, you no longer have a purpose. Thanks. You were just supposed to bring me here. I had to come through a virgin. I couldn't come through any type of sex. For me to stay clean and stay holy, I had to come through a virgin. That's the only. And you was a virgin, and that's saying a lot because there was a lot of virgins. Well, I would think." Right. Okay. You was the only version that God found that also had the bloodline that I needed to come through too, because he had to come through the bloodline of King David. You know, really, truthfully, you weren't as important as Joseph. Joseph was the carrier of the bloodline. Yeah, I don't hear me though. But women love to talk about how them, they, they deserve the child more or the child should be more attached to them because they gave birth to it. But yet Joseph, whether y'all see it that way or not, was actually the was the actual important one more than Mary. Because Mary wasn't a part of the bloodline. Joseph was. Y'all so slow. I'm not even a pastor and your pastor probably didn't even know that. I bet money your pastor would hear that and be like, hmm, interesting. Yes, it was for Joseph. But see, look at the difference between Joseph and Mary. Joseph knew his place. Joseph didn't bother Jesus. Mary was always trying to bother Jesus. Everywhere Jesus go, here come Mary. Everywhere he go, she want to follow Jesus around with his brother. A lot of people don't know Jesus had a brother. A lot of people don't even know that. She want to follow Jesus around. All she did was bother Jesus. Jesus kept telling the woman, leave me alone. I'm busy. Stop trying to steal my shine. Stop trying to get in the story. These women want credit so freaking bad. That's why she was following them around. Because she, you read the Bible. She started hearing about them. She's like, wait, that's my son. Out there committing miracles and healing people and stuff. Hold on. Let me go get my shine. No, you didn't do this. God did this. Yeah, she thought she, yeah, I'm telling you. She thought she deserved something because she didn't gave birth to the dude. And he went out there and started walking on water and stuff and feeding uh, 10,000 people. They say 5,000, but that was 5,000. Um, um, they, they didn't count everybody. I don't want to lie. Was it 5,000 women and children and they didn't count the men or 5,000 men and they didn't count the women and children? I forget, but it was more than 5,000 people he fed that first time he fed all them people. When you when you look at it technically, it was way more than five thousand. It was it it, it, it it about double that. For every woman, there was definitely a man, or for every man, there was definitely a woman. So I, I, I mean, you got to read it. I forget if it, if, it, if they counted the women only or the men only. I forget, but they didn't count everybody. So when it says he fed five thousand people, it way it was made more than five thousand people. You don't think that word got back to his mom? His mom was like, "That my son. Let me go get some fame and credit. Sit your ass down, ma'am." With all due respect. So, you know, uh, people don't really realize 
that. You know what I'm saying? And so this is why I don't feel bad for y'all. You know what I'm saying? When y'all come with all these these hoo-ha stories. We done with them hoo-ha stories. We don't care no more. We done with the hoo-ha. We're done. I've fully, in the last 10 months, I have fully debunked everything about the modern women by myself. I am nothing without God. I know I have a point. I will say that much. However, you got to give me my credit where it's due. I've debunked all this shit. I've debunked it all. The gay shit, all of it. The bitter sh- Every little bit of I've debunked it all. And I'm going to continue to debunk everything that these hoes and these bitches and these scallywags do. Shout out to the good women out there, whether they are hoes, whether they used to be a hoe, it don't matter. You can be a good woman. And it's by choice. You choose to be a good woman. And I can't do it for you. I hate when women say, I'll be a good woman when I meet a good man. Ma'am, you sound pathetic. And you show that when women say, we're the more mature ones, that shit must be a bullshit. Mature in what way? Why? Because you had your period before I busted a nut? Why? Because you started growing titties before my nuts dropped? That makes you more mature? Like, are we talking physical? Or are we talking anything and everything else? Because in everything else, you guys do not show maturity. That is not. There's nothing mature about a grown woman who can't take care of her own kids. There's nothing mature about scratching up somebody's car because they cheated on you. Nothing mature about crying all the fucking time. Talk to this girl the other day. All she did was cry. She cried three, three four times. I'm like, damn, how the fuck are you going to cry three, four times in, in an hour? But they mature. This is a child. That's what children do. Throw temper tantrums. Cry all day. Blame everything on everybody else. But, and then, you know, especially our black women. But the white women did it and y'all didn't. Who does that, bro? Kids do that. When you slap the kid, what you doing? Johnny did it too. No. You want me to feel bad for you? Shut up, Dan. Stop talking so much. Stop telling me how you all this. Because when you keep telling me that, I'm going to believe it. And then, and then when I see the results that don't add up to what you said you were, I'm going to believe that too. <sighs> this has gone on too far now. Y'all, y'all got away with too much. You had your fun. You had your freedom. It was the wild, wild west for the last 10, 15 years. It's over. It is over. And I love and respect everybody who has a bigger platform than me. I thank you to reach the audience that I right now I just can't reach. We all play our part. We're all playing our part. We're all reaching somebody because we got to put an end to this shit. Because this shit is dysfunctional as fuck. I just broke down all of this dysfunctional shit that comes from it. The ripple effects of it. And my last episode about Jada Pinkett Smith is, is is the cause of what went wrong at the Oscars. What are the long-term ripple effects of what we see right here of irresponsible women? Because that's what you just said in that post is that you're irresponsible. Because even if we look away from the single mom thing, the fact that you went and bought three cars that you were not in a position to long term take care of. Hello. Excuse me. Least three. Well, we'll just say you bought them. Whatever. You say you sold them. I ain't going to say you leased it. Whatever. Whatever. You couldn't afford it clearly. Which shows that you're irresponsible. 
And I'm not saying men aren't irresponsible. It's just that when men are irresponsible, we hold them accountable for that. And they hold themselves accountable for it as well. Women don't. Most women don't. And won't. And most of us don't and won't hold them responsible for it either. We listen to their stories. We laugh at them. Whatever. But we don't tell them, ma'am, this is your fault. We need to start telling women the truth. We need to tell them, that's your fault. That's your fault. Because here's what's crazy. We'll see a man, right, with a scar across his face. Say, damn, bro, what happened to you? Oh, uh, my ex, she she um, she um, got on top of me while I was sleeping, cut my face open, I had to get surgery and stitches and shit. And we'll be like, damn, well, why'd she do that? Which is strike one, because we're not even allowed to ask women, why do you do that? Because that's offensive. Um, and we'll say, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I uh, cheated on her or I called her a name or something like that. You know, nothing violent, though, even though she answered with violence. Right. And most people will tell him, well, she I guess you got what you was coming for you. Right. Even if we don't tell him that to his face in our minds, we'll be like, well, you did cheat. But when you flip that. And not even cutting a girl's face, but maybe just a nice little nice slap just to express yourself. It's a problem. Right? And I'm hey, hey, I'm not saying hit women. I'm just showing you something here. I'm just showing you something. Right? That comes from a lack of us being able to hold somebody responsible for their own shit that they put themselves in. I can't tell that woman after that man slaps her. Well, you cheated on him. He's not an abusive man. He's not a woman beater. You broke that man in half and he responded to it. You understand this. So I say earlier, I don't feel bad for that. I know they have logic. See, they have logic when it's the other way around. They say, well, you cheated on her. Not saying she should hit you, but I mean, it's not like she just hit you for no reason. But when you just to them. It's, they don't like it because they have traditionally, they traditionally, I mean, excuse me, they have trained and conditioned and programmed you to thinking that no matter what they do, you don't ever do anything back. Because we could take it to slapping her in the face, but we don't have to take it that far. We could take it to talking to her in a very rude, disrespectful way, and that's even wrong these days. So what what can he do to express his pain and his disparity and his embarrassment then? Oh, I know what he can do. He can go slap another man on stage. My bad. I forgot. Duh. (laughs) That's our options, fellas. When your woman cheats on you, hurts you, breaks your heart, embarrasses you, humiliates you, drains you of everything you've worked so hard, not just for yourself, but for not even just for her, but more important than both of y'all for your family and more important than even your family for the legacy of anybody with eyes to see. Hello, hallelujah, amen. You never know. Your little empire might spark a grand empire. Right? The only option you have, black man, is you go take your anger out on another black man. That's your option. Leave that woman alone, though. You don't do anything to her. Let her slap? Oh, no. You don't definitely don't do that. But no, sir, you don't call her a bitch. You don't call her a hoe. That's your wife. Are you crazy? You don't do that to her, sir. I'm telling you right now. This is the world that we live in. These are 
These are very small ripple effects. What are the long-term ripple effects? What about what our kids see? Right? Not just seeing these women win or lose doing this whole ass shit that they're doing, but never never being chastised for it. Never being told about themselves for it. Which is people, most people's fear is not being a loser. It's somebody telling them you're a loser. It's easy to be a loser in life when everybody's rubbing your back. Even though you're in the same position you are today, right? Let's say you're a loser and whatever that means to you, right? Let's just say overall in life, you're a loser. And I hate that word, but for a lack of better terms, we're just using it here for an example. Let's just say you're a loser, right? Today is Monday. You're a loser today. You're going to more than likely be a, a... Well, today's not really Monday in real life. It's actually Wednesday, but... Okay, whatever. Fine. It's Wednesday. You're a loser today on Wednesday. You were a loser yesterday on Tuesday. You're more than likely going to be a loser tomorrow on Thursday, right? But let me ask you this. Why is it that tomorrow somebody's going to walk up to you and call you a loser and tell you how you're a loser? You're going to cry about it. Why didn't you cry about it yesterday? Your scenario, your situation... That you're in in life, your position that you're in in life, it's still the same. Whether somebody's telling you or not. So most people don't fear, even like, even like I used to tell the older people, they'd be like, yeah, young is so scared to get an ass with these. I said, no, it's not the, it's not the physical, you know, mouth bleeding that the, my, my generation is fearing. It's the making fun of. See, when you got beat up back in the 70s, only people that were there saw it. When we get beat up now, the whole world see it because it's going world star. And then we got to watch the video over and over and over again. And we just scroll in our timeline, minding our business, and there go the video again. That's what they fear. Right? Even in the Bible, and when I talk a lot about Isaiah 4.1, it says seven women will, will, in the last days, seven women will attach to one man. And they'll tell the man, look, you don't have to feed us or clothe us. We have our own stuff. We have our own money. And this is how I know the end of the world is coming soon because look around, women have finally have their own stuff. They don't need us for that anymore. They told the man, save us from what? Go read your Bible. Reproach. Save me from embarrassment. That's why you have a woman, she'll be with a man who abuses her in private and she'll stay with him. The first time that nigga slapped her in front of a crowd of people, now she's looking for her exit route. A lot of people can deal with it until it gets embarrassing. Until it gets public, until people start to tell you about yourself. So when a girl at home is seeing these hoes lose, and but their life isn't that bad, it's a little bit better than yours. Yes, she just lost three cars, but she's still black China. They're like, oh, well, you know, that's a risk I can take. Because at least, and they don't, they may not say this subconsciously, but subconsciously, maybe even some of them consciously, but most of them subconsciously say, that's a risk I can take because at least I won't be chastised for it. At least nobody's going to treat me the way they treated that guy when he fucked up or that white woman when she fucked up. Because mind you, we don't protect white women's ment- uh, mental space. We only protect them physically in our world. I think I talked about this on the last episode. For anybody who didn't hear that, let me just say it really quickly. Both black women and white women are unprotected. It's just differences. White women are unprotected emotionally. Black women are unprotected physically. When white women go missing on the news or get killed by their husband, the whole FBI looking for this motherfucker. Black women, they don't care. But on the flip, society doesn't give a fuck what you say about white women, but you're not allowed to say anything about black women. So for a black girl looking at black China, looking at other women like black China and seeing them, yes, she recognizes, okay, you played the game and lost. But it doesn't seem like that bad of a loss, first of all. 
because there's nothing wrong with being a single mom anymore. Nobody makes fun of that. You're not allowed to make fun of that. You're not allowed to say that. So that's not a loss. That's not really that bad. And look, nobody's making fun of her for it. So I'll be okay. You see, you remember when white girls were the hoes of America? Now black girls are the new hoes of America. You know why white girls aren't the hoes of America anymore? I'm not saying there's not white hoes, but you know why they're not the hoes of America anymore and now black girls are the new hoes of America and women who follow behind black girls? You know why? Because when they became the hoes of America, when white girls became the hoes of America, that was your girls gone wild days, spring break days, uh, Jerry Springer days. Um, Yeah, white men called them every fucking word you could think of. Cunt, whore, slut, bimbo, uh, half these words as black men we didn't even know these words till we heard white men say them to their own women and those white women weren't allowed to tell them your mom you know your mom this or you hate women or you're gay they just either had to say yeah and so what or no I'm not that's it they weren't allowed to do all these other deflectings and shaming tactics and all of that no and now you see majority of white women have calmed down you don't see them out here running around as willy-nilly as they were in the 90s and early 2000s and and late 80s from i'd say 1985 to about 2005 white women were the dominating whore of america they were the ones that was screaming rape. They were the ones that was pulling all kinds of schemes to get money out of men. They were the ones that were wearing clothes that were inappropriate. They were the ones that would fuck 40, 50 dudes in their whole lifetime. They were the ones that were doing a whole bunch of porno. They were the ones. It was them. They were the ones getting... Y'all don't hear me though. Y'all don't want me to keep going? Let me keep going? They were the ones wearing all these sexually enticing things like long hair and, and the extra blonde and the nails and, the, and have their titties showing and, and they were the ones with the makeup. They were the ones that were sexifying themselves and the reasons why they've calmed down is because they got treated like shit and told about themselves and when they got caught up in bad situations from it the world told them ma'am that's your fault Jerry Springer said ma'am that's your fault uh, Steve Wilco said ma'am that's your fault Dr. Phil said ma'am that's your fault their men said this and their men were allowed to do that society allowed them to do it their women allowed them to do it we're not allowed to do that anymore none of us are don't get it twisted but in our community we definitely can't and the ripple effects of that is young women growing up thinking this is the way because I'm watching the other way and it doesn't look too pretty but this way I get to fly around I get to go in and out of town I can go on TV and be in reality shows I can twerk I can behave any way I want I don't have to be classy being classy is a job being a hoe is easy it takes it takes real discipline and, and to, to look at the whole world have fun and say I have to do this homework I salute any kid who can sit by the window and watch his friends play mad games, but he's like, I have to finish this paper. You see what I'm saying? And then the other ripple effects is the men. How does that affect the young boys growing up? But see, y'all don't care about kids. All you want to do is live for yourself. Fuck them kids, right, Lil Nas X? Isn't that what you said, Lil Nas X? Huh? Because we should Will Smith your ass for saying that shit. Nobody slapped Lil Nas X when he said, fuck fuck them kids on breakfast club dj envy who got so much smoke for kevin samuels sat there in lil nas x face while he's a father he's a heterosexual father from the old school and you let that man sit on your show and say fuck them kids they'll be all right i'm gonna do my gay shit anyway i'm gonna dance on the devil and put human blood in nike shoes anyway 
fuck them kids. That's what that's what you you allowed them to do that, huh? Right, but you got so much smoke for Kevin Samuels, huh, DJ Envy? I'm still on your ass, nigga. A year later, nigga, I'm still on your ass about that shit, DJ Envy, because I, I I really used to respect you. I don't like that you did that shit, but you don't have no smoke for nobody else, bro. That man sat in your face as a father and said, "Fuck kids, bro," and you just sat there. And I ain't saying you had to punch him. You said, "Hey, bro, hold on, bro. We don't not on this show. Come on, chill, relax." That's all you had to do. As a man, if you can't do that to another man, I mean, damn, are you a man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't say, hey, bro, come on, not here. On your show? <laughs> Nigga. Anyways, like I said, right? You allow that motherfucker to say, fuck them kids on your show when you got kids. Everybody doing all this other shit. Let me tell you something. The ripple effects of this mentality that we see plaguing our women. And it goes beyond hoe shit or gold digging or escorting or anything like that. And mind you, I'm not fully against hoes before we go any further. Anybody who knows me will tell you that. That nigga, he don't hate hoes or anything like that. That nigga, I'm somewhat pro-ho. I'm so, I, I think there's a place for them. I, that's how I look at it. There is a time and place for everything. and not, Well, not everything, but some things. And I think there is a time and place for escorts. Because I'd hate to shame escorts. And one day I'm 50 years old and I can't talk to no girls. now. But I want a female to talk to me. And I got money. Shit, I would pay $100 to have a female. You know what I'm saying? Real nigga shit. I'm 65 years old. My wife done died. Or I've never been married. Or whatever. And I want a female I want a female to actually genuinely talk to me. Or not genuinely, but at least act genuine. And I can't get nobody to do it off the rip. But this girl say for $100 an hour, she'll do it. Or $100 a week. Shit, well here, bitch. Here's $1,000. Now when I call you, pick up the phone. You know, so there, there's a place for him. And we can't judge that old guy. He might want somebody to talk to. He don't want to talk to any of you niggas. I understand that. Sometimes I don't talk to men either. You know, I don't even like men like that. But here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it, man. When, you know, there's long term ripple effects to us. Not just a, not, not just ripple effects to what these women are and gays are doing, but to us allowing it. And us not having the balls and courage to say, ma'am, at the bare minimum, I want you to know why you're telling me everything you're telling me. It's your fault. Mind you, that's the only call of action I'm calling out on this episode. We can always go a step further and a little bit deeper and talk about other things. But at the bare minimum, if we can't just simply hold people accountable, hold a group of people accountable for their individual actions or their grouply actions. What the fuck do we have with this group of people? What community? What can we build with you? And this is why I don't blame people who say the black race needs to split up. And I've even have promoted that message before. And Kevin Samuels has recently promoted the sellout message and Cynthia G and them. They have that divest message. And honestly, I'm not mad at it. I don't like what Cynthia G's, how she goes about her message, but I'm not mad at black women for saying, hey, we're done. You know, I'm not. I'm really not. Because I'm starting to see that this shit is not going to work any other way. You know what I mean? Because together, all we this is all we get from it. Because we're dealing with a group of people that I how can I how can I how let me ask you this, this question before I go. If I'm the coach of a football team, how can I get this team to be at their full potential if they can't even get along and they don't even listen to me? And all they do is rebel against me. We won't ever get anywhere. We can't get anywhere while they walk around like that. And I'm not allowed to tell them, hey, you know, next time when you run that 
play, you know, try to, you know, cut a little bit sooner and you'll get to the ball faster. If, if you tell me, I right, didn't tell me what to do. He doesn't tell me what to do. Or he said, all right, but he don't do it. We'll never get him to where he needs to be. I have other things I want him to do, but I need him to master this part first. I need him to cut early. Okay? Find a hole, and he will catch that ball. I guarantee you he will, because I already got the quarterback straight. I got everybody else doing what they needed to do. But for this play to work, bro, you got to cut earlier than that. You can't get down to the 40 and then cut. You got to cut right here. At, you know what I'm saying? Y'all see what I'm going with this? You, you know, I know this is football terms, but still... You get it. You got to cut early, bro. And the, and the ladies don't understand that. You know what I mean? They don't they don't realize that. You know, they have to cut early. I can't tell you. I cannot fuck with you. I can't build anything with you. What can we be as a people if I can't even talk to you? So who's going to tell Black China, man, we don't want to hear your sob story. You did this to yourself. You're going to either be accountable be the mature, most educated black woman, whatever black woman, however you want to put it, and go and get your husband, or you're going to just shut up and deal with the consequences and stop telling us. Like, we're, like first of all, what are any of us supposed to do about that? Do you think? Would you, what do you think was going to happen in Black China? A bunch of black women were going to go to Rob Page and put corn emojis or tigers? No, we no, none of us are on that. Sorry. Yeah. No. It's your boy Tommy via raw sex, and I'm out.